0: about being engaged, folks, and uh, my next guest certainly is that. He happens to chair the Republican Party in uh, Suffolk County. You know him well. His name is Jesse Garcia. Nice enough on a very busy uh, morning uh, is Mr. Garcia. Mr. Chair, how are you? You
1: feeling it? I'm feeling it, Jay. I think everyone on Long Island is feeling it. I think the people in the five boroughs are feeling it, and I think the people upstate in the North Country are feeling it. There's change in the air. We're already on a be joining the rescue mission that Lee Zeldin is leading us on to our state and of course, you know, change the direction of our country with, by electing, you know, Andrew Garbarino, Nick Loda and the full slate of uh, the Republican team here in Suffolk County, uh, come 20, 37 hours from now uh, you know, when the polls close
0: So, you gotta see listen, we were waiting for this, right? I mean, we were waiting for this a long time, we counted the days down And whatnot. I say all the time, Jesse, that, uh, you know, every election cycle, it's the most important one ever. But really, this is. I mean, there's nothing more important when we saw this date of November the 8th of 2022 with so much on the line. I mean, there cannot be more at stake, uh, especially uh, for New Yorkers here on the island than what is. And uh, it really, you know, we've been hyping it up, but it's so true as far as everything that has occurred and everything that's on the line going forward, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that people are feeling it everywhere in every facet of their life. They're feeling it at the, at the gas pumps where, you know, gas per gallon is up, you know, almost 125%. They're fe- seeing it in our newspapers, our, they're hearing it on the radio, they're seeing it on their social media, where every day there's another heinous crime Uh, going on here in the state of New York. And those criminals are being released because of the ill-fated, you know, Kathy Hochul and the Democrats one-party rule cashless bail. You know, it's a revolving door justice. You know, criminals get set free. Judges and cops have their hands cuffed because of the Democrats' law. And they feel it in their their classrooms, you know, where you you have Democrats calling parents who want to be involved and should be involved in their kids' education being called domestic terrorists or termed that way, because they want to make sure their kids are getting an education and not being indoctrinated. You know, this country, and this state specifically, has lurched so far to the left. It has forgotten the middle class. It has forgotten the small business. It has forgotten that this country was founded on freedoms and liberties and not a centralized government that imposes censorship and mandates upon them. Uh, That era of democratic rule, one-party rule in in um in the state of New York comes to an end um, in about 37 hours from now, and it's not just political parties doing it. It's the people themselves rising up and saying, no, we've done this for two generations. We've got nothing better from it. We're going to change our direction, and Lee Zeldin is the band leader in that.
0: No question. Jess Garcia with me, uh, GOP Chair of can Let's start with the gubernatorial and Lee Zeldin. Jess, His most endearing quality, give me a couple if you want, as far as uh, what would make him the guy as far as turning the state around. You know him well. Go ahead.
1: Uh, He's principled. He's driven. He's dedicated. He has taken the oath of office, whether it be on the floor of the House of Representatives, the State Senate, but most importantly to him, if you ask him, would be when he, as a continued member of the U.S. Army, where he is a colonel now, a lieutenant colonel um i believe that that is the fact that whatever he says he's going to do he's going to accomplish he is one of service and he is selfless. he is more about the people his family the families his neighbors the people of the state of new york and i believe that the people of the state of new york have now seen and experienced and feel what the people here in suffolk county have always known about Lizelle, is that he's driven he's dedicated he's committed and he's committed to improving the lives of the people he represents it's time that we have get rid of our, you know, failed politicians. And you know what? Let's engage in a rescue, rescue mission of, of the state of New York. Let's let's change the way we've been doing things. They haven't been working the old way. Let's change the insanity and let's elect a driven soldier, family man, public servant like Lee Zeldin to lead the way.
0: Well, see you with us. Lee Zeldin has certainly made the rounds. I'll tell you that much. Um, Let's get into a couple of the gubernatorials. You have 26 congressional seats, four right here on the island. There is a ton at stake here. Uh, let's start with the first, a guy like uh, Nick Lelotta. Uh A lot of people know Nick well uh, from the old days, Board of Elections and everything else, did a hell of a job. And uh, he has put through a campaign, second to none here, Uh, give me the latest regarding LaLoda, his run, what he brings to the table for the folks. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, I think, again, it's another military uh, veteran that's coming forward from service. You know, Nick LaLoda's already been battle-tested. He has went through a primary from outside forces, special forces, that dropped, you know, outspent him, you know, five to one, and we were able to beat that primary challenge from outside of New York and outside this party, you know. Somebody who, who had been supporting Democrats like Bernie Sanders and served in the Biden administration, we beat them back by 19 points. And, and the fact of the matter is, is that, so that was a very small version of a general election that went on. So he's already been battle tested. And as I've said from one corner of the statute to another, and I think it's been echoed by many others, you know, Polona is a, first and foremost, an Apple's grad. He's a family man. He cares about his daughters and his wife, uh, Kaylee. He cares about the people in his community. But he's taking an oath to serve and defend his country on frigates and aircraft carriers. And look how successful he was in defending our freedoms and liberties. Imagine that same type of fighting force on the floor of the House of Representatives, defending the middle-class families, small businesses, the parents and school kids of our district on the floor of the House of Representatives. He's amazing. an outstanding chairman, uh, outstanding uh, congressman, despite the fact that in fantasy football. He beat me this past weekend.
0: <laughs> well, there you go. So, a uh, lot on the line, hopefully taking the reins uh, as far as uh, Lee Zeldin is concerned. Let's get to the second, Andrew Garbarino. He's been steady. Uh, he's been very steady in Washington. Uh, what do you like about Garbarino? Jeff?
1: I think that's the best word, is that he's steady. He's transparent. He's a stabilizing force. He's an individual. You know, Andrew Garbarino is someone who's is, who is cut a niche for himself. He had some big shoes to fill with the retirement of Peter King. And instead of trying to fill those shoes, he's built his own pair of new shoes where he's representing um, the people of this district. You know, it's a different district than it was before. It encompasses more of Suffolk County than it did before in new areas of Suffolk County. But, you know, he's going to have, he's, again, he's gone through that of, of replacing an icon, and next year he will be the senior member of the congressional delegation on Long Island when we sweep our our congressional districts here on Long Island. I know Chairman um, Cairo, my dear friend in Nassau County, we have two very active campaigns for Congress there. You know, D. Esposito in that district is going to beat Lord Gillen, and we're going to have, you know, three to four members of Congress, and Andrew Garberto is going to have the experience to lead that delegation to protect Long Island's interests and be a partner with Lee Zeldin and our growing Republicans in the state Senate and the state assembly.
0: Jesse Garcia with us, uh, ladies and gentlemen, GOP Chair Sovey. Jess, I think, what is it, 213 seats in the state ledge on the line here. Now, listen, um, you could make a case if Democrats, eh, you know, depending on who you believe and not, polls and whatnot, uh, you could hold on to the majorities in the state assembly and the Senate. But to me, if you are on the Republican side of things, folks, you want seats to be gained here enough to end the Democrats is two thirds super majority, and that is key. A lot of people don't talk about this enough, uh, Jesse. As far as the super majority in the in the state ledge, and that's what it's all about right now. Are you confident that that rain could end?
1: I, I am confident. And let me just speak specifically to Long Island. I believe that we have a very, very good shot between myself and Joe Cairo in Nassau County to return to Long Island nine to Republican seats. Uh, at the conclusion of this election day. You know, I can speak specifically here in Suffolk County. I feel very confident that um, Mario Matera, Anthony Palumbo, and Alexis White, three incumbents that came into office two years ago when Cuomo, you know, weaponized COVID and, and changed the electoral system to his benefit, yet they overcame those challenges and we took back those seats and even knocked off a Democrat. And in our district, you know, the Democrats carved out a district specifically for Monica Martinez. And right now we have an outstanding small businesswoman, single mom that raised three wonderful children who've been embedded in our community. She's a woman of faith. Wendy Rodriguez is running an aggressive grassroots campaign that's really going to change the the face of this district. You know, we don't need failed politicians. The people of this district fired Monica Martinez two years ago. You know, every time we see a criminal released on cashless bail and commit another crime and create another victim, whether it be through DWI, murder, robbery, that blood is on the hands of Monica Martinez. And we're gonna make sure that the voters understand that, that you fired Monica Martinez for being in that, for being a one party rule acolyte two years ago. It's time that we send a small business woman, someone who, who really raised herself up from her bootstraps and raised um, three wonderful children uh, as a single mom, and was embedded in this, it is embedded in this community. She's a woman of faith, she's a small business owner, she's a mom, she is aggressive on the issues, and she won't just sit back. She's willing to express herself. She's independent, and she's the type of voice that the people of this district, in this of uh, Brentwood, Central, Issa, Bayshore, you know, Babylon, need to truly bring resources back for our classrooms, for our infrastructure, for our small businesses, for our places of worship, For every aspect of our community, Wendy Rodriguez is going to be our surprise win on Election Day.
0: Uh, Everybody remembers a couple of years ago on this morning program where Mark Martin has admitted uh, that there is a problem with uh, the bail reform admitted it on this show and if she would have done it she would have reversed herself and what she said in betwixt in between as far as you know what happened when they so-called tweaked it didn't do much but uh, there you go so uh interesting selection right there with know, Wendy Rodriguez Jessica Garcia's Garcia
1: Willis she may not say it a couple of years ago but she doubled down on cashless bail we had her yeah. on tape on her own videos and she doubled down on that vote so yep. this is what I'm talking about this is a politician that will say anything do anything deflect everything you know, they Make sure that no one remembers that there are more gang leaders, there is more drug dealers, there's more crime in the communities of Brentwood Central Island, Bayshore, and Babylon because of Monica Martinez. The blood is on our hands.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Uh, let's get to the assembly. Now, there's a couple of people here. They're kind of newbies to the group, but I'll tell you, they made <laughs> quite a splash, uh, and if I have my numbers right, I'm looking at the fourth with Ed Flood. Uh, Jesse in the sixth. uh, Kevin Surdy's made a name for himself. He's going against Ramos. Uh, I also have jotted down here a guy by the name of Chris Sperber. Folks, remember that name. That's an up-and-comer. Chris running in the 11th. Uh, A couple of guys here that have made kind of a name for themselves. Uh, Jesse, am I right in that that approach?
1: Absolutely. Uh, Ed Flood, Kevin Surdy, Chris Sperber, and I'll add one more to that. And that, you know, two more Amir Sultan up in the 10th district and Peter Ganley in the 1st district. These five uh, candidates have distinguished themselves through their hard work, through their commitment to communicate their ideas in a new direction for the state of New York uh, with the voters directly. They are hardworking. They are in difficult districts. But as we saw last year, there is no district, no district that is out of our grasp to make competitive and be successful in. You know, last year in 2021, the New South Republican Committee, through Dominic Ford knocked off a sitting presiding officer and took back the 7th District for the first time in the Republican Party since 1972. You know, we elected Stephanie Bontempe and Manny Esteban in Huntington. Stephanie Bontempe is the first Republican to serve there in about 24 years. Manny Esteban knocked off a sitting Democrat that had served there in the town board for many times. So this Republican Party, through its candidates, and, really? you know, it's a partnership. We have hardworking, truly dedicated candidates like Kevin Suraty, Chris Berber, Ed Flood, Peter Ganley, and Amir Soltan. hand. Really Those individuals, merged with the support they're getting from our town committees and our county committees, they're going to be making a surprise um, dent and surprise results uh, when the, all the ballots are counted on election day. So, you know, if I was a Democrat, uh, I hope I didn't. I hope I hope for you that you spent some time at home and didn't do much because you thought you were safe. But the people have been surging. And they've, the surges that the voters have been doing its carrying through the hard work of
0: our candidates in the assembly. And Jess Garcia, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to. Uh, I'll throw another name out there. Uh, and he's, listen, he's made a name for himself. And, and that is for the state controllers' race. And listen, you got a staple in there in Tom Dynapoli. But I, I got to tell you, I like the way uh, this uh, Paul Rodriguez has gone about his business, uh, Jesse, just kind of a sidebar for me because we cover, you know, we cover it all here. But, you know, he's made some uh, some valid points uh, throughout. That's a name to be reckoned with down the line.
1: Absolutely. And I think Paul brings a true uh, experience to the table uh, in the financial community. I nominated him. It was great for me to be a Hispanic American of Cuban and Puerto Rican descent to nominate Paul Rodriguez at the convention in Nassau County. Back in um, April, uh, back in March, excuse me. Um, and you know that entire team of Joe Pinion, Paul Rodriguez, Michael Henry, you know, under under the leadership and the top of the ticket with Lee Elvin has a very good shot at you know making history in sweeping these elections. And you know, you know, from our perspective, it's vote will be all the way. And and I did miss one. when We're talking about state senate. You know, one of the state open seats that we have, and he's doing very well there. Is Dean Murray. You know, he was the assemblyman from the Third Assembly District, he's a small businessman, and now he's coming back uh, to serve the people of uh, the state of New York uh, by the grace of God as the District 3 Senator in the state Senate.
0: You know, one last point on the gubernatorial, where you've had the incumbent buoyed by a fundraising operations generated what, about $50 million or so for a campaign. And I've always said, I am not a poll guy when it comes to so many different polls. But one in particular I always remember where she had a 17-point lead over Lee Zeldin. I think it was one of those Siena College polls. And it was right after Labor Day. And you look at some of the numbers now that's being stated here. And you look at the fact in history, no candidate has won a governor's race in New York by single digits since, what, Pataki did it? When he beat out Mario Cuomo, I think it was by about five points or so, uh, back in 1994. And since then, it's been, you know, blowouts. Two more wins for Pataki, four straight for the Dems. So, in essence, uh, how has Zeldin's message resonated for where we are right now, which, you know, could be a toss-up and whatnot here. But what, what's what been the overall factor for the surge?
1: I think the fact that it's is failed policies from the Democrats and the proper articulation of a new direction, a new a new criminal justice system, a new plan to back our cops, you know, back the blue to to repeal cashless bail. You know, Lee Zeldin has been very, very specific in how he would address the crime problem here in New York. He's going to declare a crime emergency just, on day one, he's going to suspend, you know, bad bills like Cashless bail. He's going to draw the legislature to the table to make so he can get what he needs to protect the citizens of this great state. He's got an economic plan. He's got plan for our schools. So he's articulating them, and those 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 plans that he's articulating are in concert with what the will of the people are. That's what this is all about. Elections are about ideas and and advancing ideas supported by the people that you intend to represent, not your own specific ideology. It is what the people want and to merge it with our philosophies. And that's what Lee Zeldin has done. He's done it very well. He's been consistent. He has been a fundraising force on his own. Um, and that's why I think that this state has finally decided that enough is enough. It needs to be rescued. It needs a new direction. And that's why they're going to elect Lee Zeldin from right here in Shirley and Suffolk County and uh, Long Island as their next governor.
0: You heard it from the chair himself, Jesse Garcia. Runs the show as far as the GOP is concerned in Suffolk County. Jess, thanks so much for a couple of minutes. Uh, an exciting couple of days, no question, uh, all over the state, all over the country for that matter. As so we await. We can't thank you enough, though.
1: Jay, I appreciate that. And I just want to remind the voters that on the back of the ballot, flip your ballot over. Because Proposition 2 is term limits on county officials. The Democrats, with the Republican majority, the first one in 16 years, has put on the ballot, a referendum to close the Democratic loophole, one that they tried to use as a power grab last year to bring back someone who was term-limited. And what we did is we're going to impose stagnant true term limits here in Suffolk County so that we have a citizen-based government, not career politicians. So vote yes on Proposition 2. Turn over that ballot after you vote for Zeldin and the entire Republican team.
0: That is uh, an excellent point. Sometimes we forget about those sidebars, but that is very important stuff. And I'm glad you reminded us. Thanks, Jesse. I appreciate it.